You you spicy. All audio productions. We live right now. Gang gang, we got a question for Dwayne Howard. Featuring featuring the Nino know. show. You are we, we wanna know. How did you become who who you are today? How did you become the Dwayne Howard? Yeah, how did you become the way I were dropping the albums and the way you be helping the artists and doing what you got to do to make it to the next level? Well, 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 let me finish this, man. I'm going to do something like this, man, because people don't do it. I became the way I was, first of all, for my mom, for my dad, that you mean. But um, what got me into music was I was... I want to say I was probably 11 years old living in the project, and the first, the first song that I really could understand, like coming into a youngster, was not living in the project, listening to halftime. That made me want to be, that made me want to like, you know, find my own way through music. Like being 11 years old living in the project on the 19th floor and being in the room and, and listening to. See, I don't think the young boy, the young people don't really know about when the music, when the video used to come on channel 48, and you had to. Hmm. You had to get that muscle. You had to get that antenna and bang the and bang the TV so you can get a clear station. Oh, you was big at antenna. Was like one of my f- first uh, introductions to music was now at halftime. Damn, that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you know, now I said the real rap comes at halftime. Like yeah. that lyric always stuck with me. That's why I'm a I'm a lyricist at heart because the stuff that he was saying in that song I sneak a Uzi on the island in my army jacket and line and hit the earth like a pounding like that like it was like wow like you know what I'm saying I sneak a Uzi on the island in my army jacket and line mm. like that was like something never heard of so that's what got me into like damn I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna figure out this music wave in this music era because this this guy now that 20 years old is, is talking this talk hmm From a teenager on, Wayne, what was your priority in your head? Like, did you already have music set in your head? Like, all right, I'm in ninth grade. This is Dwayne. All right, I'm in ninth grade. What, what is in your mind? Is music already in your mind, or do it happens later in your life? Well, let me, let me say this. Let me say this too, because I like to answer stuff with a with a with a with a, with a, with a, with a, with a 
you blowing, when you in the inner city, man, and um, you trying to survive, and you just trying to find, you you're not really trying to be in the in crowd, but you trying to be, you trying to, you trying to stand out. It was my dad who had me on a fruit truck at 11 years old. So that that first feeling of being a hustler was always it was in me from a kid having a fruit stand okay. and, and having a water ice stand. That that was like my value of a dollar. So okay. once I be, once I once I start putting the two together, damn, I know how to get money on. You know what I'm saying? Or from the fruit truck in the water I stand and seeing how people making people smile when you get us to them. Now let me take it to let me take it one further. Once I, you know, once 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 I stood around in because being a rapper back in the day wasn't cool. Like being a rapper mm-hmm. when I was growing up wasn't wasn't the thing. That was considered really? like oh them, them niggas trying them niggas is corny or them niggas is weirdo or. Or it, it was few far in between. It wasn't a lot of rappers. So if you was a rapper, a, a rapper that everybody liked, it was unusual because everybody couldn't rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, okay. but being a hustler has always been in me since I was a youngster because my dad had me on a fruit truck and he had me on a water ice truck. So it was like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? At, at 10 and 11, I was making more money than the average 10 years old because they didn't have nobody to put them on nothing. And my dad put me on something living in the project. You know what I'm saying? So right. I always, I always, I always. But once I got into the music, like you say, around like I got into the music around, I got into music around like probably like seventh and eighth grade. Like okay, yeah. Like, what what was the what was the turn when Dwayne Howard went to music? That's what I'm really trying to get to. That's what I'm saying. Is ninth uh, well, grade well, you well, already no, into I, music or I, huh? yeah, yeah? What was the, the turn? turn? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, you know, you know, I mean, for me, it wasn't really, for me, nothing really like guiding me to music. It just was like, you know, having brothers and 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 checking out what they like to listen to. I ain't really like to listen to the music they like to listen to. So it was like, what, what got me into music and wanted me to be in music it was just like, once I seen certain MCs and certain people, like you know, what I'm saying ninth grade, probably like, you know, Bad Boy, you know, Rockefeller, you know. They, they 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 had me think they had me understanding that I can do what they doing. I didn't I didn't have all the pieces on like the distribution down pat and stuff like that. But just the flavor of music was something that I always wanted to be involved in because I knew I had the talent. I knew I had the 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 the, the wherewithal to make it work if I ever became like a manager or a rapper or a singer. Because because being a singer and being a rapper. You know that wasn't really the thing. It was it was really being a DJ that was the thing back in the day. Because mm. the DJ the DJ is the one who controlled the party because yeah. he the one played the music. Mm. So 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 it was really I wanted to be a DJ because my dad used to hold parties in the project, and I wanted to be the one to learn how to spin the turntable. So mm. it was the turntable, and then it was the mic. You know mm. what I'm saying? Facts. So I wanted to be a DJ, and then I always was 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 I wanted to know how who gonna, who gonna make the most money because I like the money. And as a kid, I like the money. So it was like I wanted to learn about how can I create something to bring the money in. And being a DJ and having a spot to 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 to, to, to have a party was the thing. But I never got to the place where I go. I do my own parties, but. You know, it, it all was in the back of my mind, like a path, to, the path, a path to take. Um, you know, uh, 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 just just off of instincts. You know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing was, 
I ain't really, I, it ain't really hit me to be into the music, to be into the music scene and dealing with artists in like my, my, uh, my early twenties. You know what I'm saying? All right. So it wasn't about it wasn't about like in high school. It, it wasn't. It still didn't hit me to be into the music. I just was into music, just naturally. Naturally, I just was always around music. But to get into the game and to, to create twenty three seventeen, that was like later in my twenties. Later in my twenties, early in my early twenties, uh, going through my little transitions from you know different little names and stuff like that. But okay, now I got. Now, I, I got a question. I got a question. Now, oh, when you start getting into the music, what what do you feel is though out of all your years of working with artists, what was your biggest uh, like emotional function this project? Like the the most work like you feel as though you like you really had to put in. Like, what was your your biggest project? You feel as though. What my biggest project? Yeah. Um, uh, my biggest project is every project that I've ever put out. Because every no, like, no, I'm talking about when I said emotional. Like, I'm talking about working on. Like, what was the biggest project? Because I know you did every project. Every project. Every project. Every project that I've ever worked on. Every project that I ever worked on had some type of emotion involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I probably got like five. I probably got like five projects on iTunes currently, right. and. Um, that I worked on and with various artists, but every one of them, everyone had it. Every, it's like having a child. Each child brings you a different, you know, feeling. It's the same feeling, but it's a different feeling. And, and the same is each child is a different individual. So with me, if I got five projects on iTunes, each artist is a is a different individual. And you know I know you went through different emotions working on different on, on them albums with them artists. You you can't tell us like the top. The the most the the one that you feel as though like damn I put it was a lot of work putting that one then it was no, a every 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 project every project has a, has a, has a different emotion right you know right. what I'm saying like dealing with a female is a, is a, is a different emotion because females are females and I I have worked with females also so every I, no no project is every project is different because each artist got a different uh, way they go into uh, into produce mode or rap mode but. I got the same out of each project. You know why? Because well, you don't know how it's gonna come out, and then when it come out, and it's and it's and it's to your uh, your liking, it's like wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and was every it e- project, every what uh, was it? Was it easier working with with a girl than a boy? For me, for me, it's easy to work with everybody. Once I bring what I bring to the table, because I don't stop. I'm relentless. I'm every day with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But when you know women, if you know anything about women, women are are, are are so emotional. So yeah, making them making them work harder than uh, they ever worked before. Yeah, a, a woman a, a dealing with a woman can be difficult. But for me, for me, all it's all the same because it's all work. Okay, that's, yeah. that's you know nice. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all work, but. Uh, it's just dealing with different producers. You know, when you got an in-house producer that knows how to do everything, it's easy. Um, late nights, you know, getting off your nine to five and going in the studio to create something for your future. It's all an emotion. It's all. It's all. It's all worth it too. So I, I, I never. I haven't experienced um, one one better situation than the other. They all the same, but they all have a different, you know, explosions. Okay. That's good because, like, yeah, 
Now, 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 I said Dwayne was nine years old. Well, I said not not ninth grade. And you said when you were younger, and you when you was younger, you just you you had the hustle in you. You you liked the music, but you had the hustle in you. When you was like nine, now now when you were ninth grade and on up, you was you got the game on how to get the bread. So now, what what turned you over into like? I gotta you know, get that, merch. I gotta. I got you know, but you know, that's to cut you off. But you know, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you some streaming. You know what made me really like start paying attention to? I want to call it the entertainment. Entertainment, business. entertainment side of things. You know, you know what got when, when, when I went to school in California, right? Right. I went to school in California, so I'm on the campus or whatever, and um, they, I had so many people out there that loved me, man. They liked me so much, right? I got invited to a party, right? Now, mind you, I got involved. I got, I got, I got involved. I got involved in that party, and it was on Kyle State. My brother was going to. He was going to a university called Kyle State of Los, of Los Angeles, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And they love me. They love me so much up there, right? They invited me to a party. Now, I, I got invited to a party with with Bloods and Crips and gangsters and all these type of people, right? Oh right. shit! And then and uh, audio party, production. And, um, this was shout out to Moet because Moet should be giving me a deal when I'm about to say because Moet they they, okay. they had Moet at this Big party time. right get the deal Hello? yeah we listening get the deal we listening they, they, they had they had Moet at this party right okay I literally grabbed the Moet right I had I had the crowd in the uproar because I had so many people that liked me and they liked my swag and they just like how I talk I say I'm from. I'm from South Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Excuse my lady, I wanted to say, I was in the party saying, South Philly, run this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's, only, it's only me and my cousin, my, 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 my best friend, my cousin was with me, right? Right. We in the party and we screaming, South Philly, run this motherfucker, right? Right. It was so explosive. I turned, I, I turned to my cousin and he turned to me. And vividly, if you can feel where I'm at right now, the emotion that I'm about to give you right now, I'm yelling, South Philly run this motherfucker, and the whole party was, re- was yelling, South Philly run this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a kid, I'm a kid 40,000, 50,000 away from home, and I'm in a whole different turf, and I got a whole different city saying, South Philly run this motherfucker. And my cousin looked at me, I wish he was hitting with me, he looked at me, and I look at him, he said, he like, man, you hear this shit? They saying, South Philly run this motherfucker. Dang. And we got two, and we got bottles of Moet, and I'm drinking a bottle of Moet and the, and, the, and spitting it out. And yo, I swear to God, the, 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 the music was playing, the music was playing, the music was playing, and at the time, Master P had to hit. It ain't my fault. And oh, yo, the, uh. the house party was is going so much. We was one more song from collapsing through the bottom of the top, man. Oh, Damn, man, at the that's house. What got, that's what got me in the and not in the house in the dorm. It was in the dorm room, man. Damn, we filled, we, I, we, filled, we filled up in two hundred people, man. And if you ever been in the dorm room and how small the dorm rooms is, you know, we was about to get evicted because this party was so crazy that the the, the police and fire came and had to shut it down. It was that it was that loud and that jumping in there. That's what made me say, you know, I got to get into the music game because I got some influence, man. Right, facts. I had I had a city of California saying South Philly run this motherfucker and I'm 
And if you ever heard yeah. Jay Z on Beanie Siegel's song, and Jay Z say murder, murder, South Philly niggas kill at will. Yeah. Beanie's had Jay Z on the song saying South Philly niggas kill at will, so I can relate to that. I had a whole coat saying South Philly run this motherfucker, and I almost we almost bottom out the, the the dorm room. That's what made me. That's what made me. That was my first start to say, you know what, man, I got, I got, I got to do something with this entertainment shit because I got the, I got the juice, man. Yeah. Facts. That's not. That's crazy. So, so yeah. I mean, that's a little story that you know, man, you really shit on, but but yeah, that that thing was me. That's what got me. That's what got my adrenaline pumping to like, you know what, I could do this shit, man. I mean, let me let me start, you know, what I mean, getting into involved in music a little more now because I got the influence. And if you got the influence, then you then you have half the battle. Now, now on your journey to making music, every every everybody go through that 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 physical feeling like, is this right? Am I doing it right? Did you ever have a moment in your music, you know, entertainment life where like, am I doing this right, or am I doing this for the right reasons, or is this shit doing for the wrong wrong reasons? Like, did you ever have that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All my re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now see, I have to tell you, everybody' process is different. I never uh. I never, I never, I never had a, like, I never had a situation when I say, damn, I'm doing it the right way, or I'm doing it the right way, because I knew I was doing it the right way, because why I had those books, I was in those books, okay. I had books that make me understand the business, and I know the business is a, is a shifty business if you ain't in them books, but, um, I had frustrating moments that, I'm like, I'm, I, I, I've been places, man, I've been places where people be like, yo, we, why you not rapping, or why you not the artist, because you, you got more energy than the artist. Like, my thing has always been, sometimes I wanted more than the artist wanted it, and that's a frustrating moment. But, 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 but the love of the game, man, is a, is a, it's like a rocket shit, man. You gotta be ready for the love of the game. You gotta be ready for the run, man. The run is, woo, woo, the run is beautiful. It just, you gotta be built for it, and everybody not built for it. Cause I never got in the game saying I'm gonna be a millionaire overnight. I know that this thing takes season. Thanks. You feel me? This thing takes this take this thing takes a lifetime. So, you know what I mean? Whatever you want to do for real, take a lifetime. And this thing is not a microwave success. Everybody, everybody want microwave success. I was always built for the long haul. So, just to answer your question, I never had a bad experience with this game, but I had ups and downs when it comes to dealing with artists that don't want it, and I wanted I wanted more than some artists want it. That's that's the only thing. So uh, audio productions. Now, I can't do nothing with an artist unless you show me your work ethic. Because my work my work ethic is always going to be on the beam. Because I'm 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 hermally inspired. I'm inspired every day when I walk out my house. Right. You feel me? That's the only thing though. But you know it is it is it is a journey though. It's a journey. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You got you get disappointments all, all day long. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You gotta be you gotta be built for it though. Yeah, you gotta you know be able to. If you ain't built for it, then no, then you gonna you ain't gonna never see no outcome with it. But hey, I, I can't I can't I can't lie. I'm not I'm not I'm not disappointed with music though. I, I'm sometimes I be disappointed with artists. Cause music is a creation. You see what I'm saying? Right. Some artists think that, you know what I mean, you own something. Or some artists, I've I, I learned that if you help somebody else, if you help somebody else too long, they'll resent you in the end. Mm. That's deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 that's what, I, that's what I've uh, come to grips with. If you help an artist or you help somebody try to get to the top, they'll resent you in the end because 
you know, they, they, you know, for, for a lot of artists that I've seen that I work with, they, they lose esteem and then they'll resent you. And then, um, you got to come at the grips and say, damn dog, it's not me. You got to, that's your job. I'm doing my job. You feel me? So, yeah, yeah but that comes with, that comes with wearing a cat, man. To be a chief, to be a chief executive officer, you got to go through that. Mm. You know? 2317 you know, in the I, building. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people scream, scream these names out, these LLOC, don't even know what LLOC stand for. A lot of niggas scream out these CEOs, they don't know what CEOs stand for. So, you know, I, I, I love it, man. I love to put you, I love to put people right in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in their, their perspective place because at the end of the day, if you ain't in them books or you ain't, if you, if you ain't seen a chunk of, of, uh, of turmoil, you then you ain't built for it. Thanks. But at the end of the day, I do know I do know the ups and downs to it. And uh, if you help somebody for so for so long and they don't help yourself, they they don't help themselves. They will resent you in the end. Dang, that's so, deep. That's deep. You know what I mean? That's, that's real. Deep. That's deep. And that's 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 coming from truly from truly high up. That's some real shit. Now. You know what I mean? Now, now, how was but like, it? But like you said, but like you said, from the, from the ninth grade to the tenth grade to high, all my high school years, I really ain't, I really ain't, I really ain't checked in with music yet. But once I got out of high school and I and I've been able and I've been able to you know college mode and stuff like that, that's when I started saying, you know what, let me take this thing to another level. So you know, that's some real shit. Yeah, man. No. Now, like you yeah. said, your family. You said it was music in your family. Who else did music? You said your brothers. No, I'm saying introduce me to music. Like, like, like my brothers. Like they, they you know, they, you know, every generation has their own artists that they like. Mm-hmm. So it was like I don't really like that art. I don't like that art. So when, once my generation came, I started finding the artists that like Nas was the first artist of my generation that I like. I started liking Nas. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when I started meeting people that did music, you start saying, like, I grew up with Benny Siegel, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with Benny Siegel. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, a quick story about Benny Siegel, like, I used to, I, I went to, once I moved back there on South Philly with my mom and whatever, I went to McDaniel. And McDaniel, McDaniel is a place where, though, you know, we used to go play basketball in the yard, and Benny Siegel, you know, used to be around there, and he used to be rapping, but, because Benny mm-hmm. Siegel liked how I played basketball, and he liked that I had heart. I would go up to him like, yo, rap, rap, rap. And so, he never would want to rap, but he would always rap for me. And I used to tell Beanie Siegel, like, damn, Beanie, you going to beat somebody from me. Because one thing about me, I always think I, 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 I'm good. I'm like a talent scout at heart. I know I just got to, I got to air for, for music. And then, like, from that time, like, like five years, six, seven years later, Beanie Siegel became Beanie Siegel. So... You know what I'm saying? It's always been around me. It's always been in the neighborhood. From where I'm from, you got guys like Black Thought, who's from South Philly, who went to South Philly High with my brothers. He became one piece of the roots. Mm-hmm. You got Beanie Siegel. So it's always been it's around right. me some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, yeah, me and Beanie Siegel were both together. You know what I'm saying? Siegel, um, Siegel, Siegel. You know, Black Thought is one of the best lyricists of all time. He, he's from South Philly. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, just knowing people in the streets and knowing where people come from, uh, 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 it's always been around some type of some type of piece of a fabric around me. You know. Thanks. And music, music and basketball go hand in hand as a, as a way out. So 
you know, it's always been around. It's always been in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? It's always been always around. Been in, 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 in the, the grassroots. In the grassroots. <laughs> always been in the grassroots. So, like, at, in, at the end of the day, everybody has they, they, they go-to artists. Who is your go-to artist? You got any go-to artists that you love? Like, in, that, not love, like, say you got a track and you be like, I got to take this. I know it got to be a certain... Oh, my, my, my go-to artist is Jay-Z and Nas. Okay. That's my go-to artist. It's like Jay-Z, like Jay-Z, you know, I grew up with Jay-Z, I feel like. I feel like I know Jay-Z. Jay-Z, I met Jay-Z, I met Jay-Z one time in California at this, at, uh, at this, at this, like, this fest, and I was, I was a big Jay-Z fan, and I met him, and, you know, was, like, right in front of him, and he was, I was like, damn, Jay really likes 6263, he's a really tall guy, so, Jay-Z, and, 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 but my ego has always been, I don't care who I'm in the room with, I'm, I'm that guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, 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 yeah, Jay-Z and Nas has always been my, 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 uh, my, my go-to artist. All audio productions. Oh yeah, Jay Z, Jay Z, and Nas, man. Like I quoted earlier, I quoted, right. I quoted the lyric earlier. You know what, and, and, and what, what about in your label? What about the people? On my label? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, when I was when I was when I was doing what I was doing, like with artists, I kind of like fell back. You know, once you go through certain little stuff, you fall back from 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 um from from from, from artists not understanding like what it takes. So I kind of like fell back from music for a while because I got kind of like frustrated with, with my music. I got kind of like depressed. I went into a depressed stage, not a bad depression, but mm-hmm. you know, like a, a frustrating, a, a frustrating stage. Like artists don't understand, man, uh, uh, how it goes. So I'm, I'm gonna pack this, uh, this ship up, and I'm, I'm done with. It. I'm gonna get right, right, build up, get into like the behind the scenes and coming up with concepts and create my. I created my situation as like a boutique now. But when I was working. You know what I mean? You got guys like Dash. Dash is a good artist that uh, you know I work with, mm, and he's yeah. like my my little bro. Uh, you know, um, good artists, good projects. Uh, um, you got you got you got you got Shades. Shades is a good vocalist I work with. And then we like everybody's on and off. You know, after they start doing their own thing, they start singing for themselves. So you got Dash. Uh, you got Shades. I had a kid by the name of Jody S. Jody S was. Was nice, dash night, Jody S. Um, hot ride. You know what I mean? Every 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 artist I ever worked with, you know, every artist I ever worked with has been has been uh, has been has been good when he when he when he in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's just it's just it's just sometimes people see stuff that you preaching when you trying to get them to get to that point. But I've been in the studio with you know what I mean. I, I like the underdogs, so the underdogs do it for me because the underdogs don't know where they can be at and how they can get there, but then when they finally hear that crispy sound and hear they soak on the on the on the, on on some real good music, it's like and with good producers, it's like, oh shit, I ain't know how to do that. So every artist I've ever worked with has had has had a run of, of greatness. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's love. Every artist, like every artist has I mean every artist every artist all the artists that didn't even believe, because 'cause I'm I'm into having artists that don't believe in themselves, I say, look, stay around me for, for a minute, you're going to learn something. Every artist has been able to, 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 to pull it off. It's just, it's just being consistent, you know what I'm saying? Just being consistent. But, but every artist I've ever worked with has, has, has went in the studio and did what they needed to do. Is it hard, is it, is it, is it hard finding a consistent artist? 
I've been preaching that this whole conversation. Yes, it's it's, it's hard to find a consistent artist because artists, some artists want microwave success, or some artists get stuck at looking at other people. Everything don't work for everybody, but you gotta continue to work. Like I said, it's artists that you know. Um, that's that's always the key, being consistent and 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 and, and putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? I, I stated earlier, pedal to the metal. Like mm. every artist don't put that pedal to the metal. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a it's a formula to be successful in music or it just in, in business. And a lot of artists don't have that formula. They just be in the artist mode and that kill them because they don't understand what comes with their business. The business is everything that you gotta know about. It's not really making being a creator, it's the business. Right. And a lot of artists don't know the business, so that fucks them up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then what happens is 